0: Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all
1: sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the
0: hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. You're listening to of in 2017-2018, Rally and Eagles Varsity Football Team. Alright everybody, welcome into The Couch with the Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, here on The Couch with the Sports Show and the pregame show. The pregame show being brought to you by Wesson General Contractors for all your general contracting needs, whether you have problems with some roofing, gutters, siding, some water damage, whatever the case may be. Give my friend Butch Wesson a call at 214-200-5588, and he will take care of you. We thank him for the sponsorship of the pregame show as we are having the game. Here on Friday, big game for the Rowlett Eagles, and you're going to be asking why? It's over at Williams Stadium. The Eagles are on the road, so this is one thing that is huge because we love Williams Stadium. And a lot of people are going to ask, well, why do you like William Stadium so much? I mean, let's just be honest. With the way that Texas high school football is, it's almost like walking in a nice stadium, you know, state-of-the-art stadiums and things of that of sort wonderful i mean if you like that kind of thing and we do we do very much enjoy it but williams stadium a little bit different in fact we requested where we're seating or being sat at that for the game it which is on the visitor side which is where the Rowlett eagles will be on the visitor side in behind the stands there is a shack Up on the top, that holds coaches, scouts, and all kinds of other people. Media sometimes as well, if they don't go to the other side, are all located in there as well as us. We are right there with the, with the fans directly behind them and it's an exciting game for us and the Eagle Eye, uh, Bill Serna and I to call because we are right there it seems like we're just sitting right there with the fans and it is so loud, it is so much fun and another good thing is that we can bring you at halftime the Rowlett Eagles Marching Band as well so we will start that off at halftime As the Eagles are the visitors So they're the first ones that play um, The marching bands and things like that So that's exciting We will be bringing that to you at halftime Because we are right there And you can't miss it And we're just going to stick the microphone out there For everybody to enjoy uh, The Rowlett Eagles Varsity Marching Band uh, Out on the football field But the game that is happening The Rowlett Eagles taking on the Neiman Forest Rangers is a big game because the Rowlett Eagles did start off in district two weeks ago with a victory, and that victory was over the North Garland Raiders. And the cool thing about that is, is that didn't matter what the record was for the Rowlett Eagles going into that game as they were out-of-district games that don't count towards the final standings for where they will be in the playoffs, but week number one of district, the Rowlett Eagles are one and zero. And so, when you look at it that way, forget about the fact that the Eagles were one and three in out of district games. Although that one game, of course, was against the Rockwall Yellow Jackets. So that is exciting as it is. So if you get the victory, you might as well get a victory over a rival. But what is really cool, though, is is they go in week number one for them and do a good job against a team that usually is one of those teams that are the, you know, thorn in the side, if you will, for the Rowlett Eagles. Um, And there are other teams within district, district are the same way. So when you look at what's going on for the Raleigh Eagles, the Neiman Forest Rangers come into this game and they're sitting at two and zero in district, six and zero overall. They went undefeated outside of district, unlike the Eagles who were one and three. So the Neiman Forest have not yet tasted defeat yet. But the Rowlett Eagles, they have. So as the years have gone by, since we have been covering the Rowlett Eagles right here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, we have seen some interesting trends as far as the three and four spot. Those interesting trends are usually the Wiley Mustangs and the Rowlett Eagles on top of the division and then it's anybody's guess who will be third and fourth. And this year is no different as you take a look at this week's foe, seven o'clock Friday night lights as well, The Eagles are going to have a battle on their hands, as they are already two and zero in district. The Eagles had the uh, bye last week. Sonny was soaking up the heat in Arizona, you know, to get away. Yes, even the hardest working man in sports radio needs a break every once in a while I got my break and we're all set and ready to go against a good team a good team that's sitting 2-0 had a great game against the North Garland Raiders the North Garland Raiders of course being the team the Rowlett Eagles faced a couple weeks back the of Forest Rangers beat them 35-14 to 14 last week so looking at where that is north garland unfortunately 0 and 2 within district the name of forest rangers they're 2 and 0 in district Right now. So that is a huge thing for the Raleigh Eagles as they get set to take on this uh, Naming Forest Rangers team. Now, if you go back in the history of the Naaman Forest Rangers, this is a football team in the last three years that have won only four football games in the last four years. This is a football team that did not win a game three years ago. So the turnaround of the program, as far as the football is concerned, has been evident and it has been showing out on the football field. The Rowlett Eagles, on the other hand, really have not been in the situation of where they are. The worst that they've been in the last five years that we've been covering Rowlett Eagles varsity football outside the district, the worst they've ever been, two and two. A lot of times three and one even a four and oh outside of district so the eagles are in a situation that they're not used to only being one and four coming out one and three coming out of district but also getting that first win of the season in district is huge now, the other game that did happen is, is that the Garland Owls, they have got themselves in the W column as they got a close victory over the South Garland uh, football squad. They needed that as they were winless to that point of the season. They get the victory last week, 34-27, to 27. And they put themselves in nice position as far as positioning is concerned in the standings. Let's talk about the standings a little bit as we go. As the Neiman Forest Rangers in district, they are two and oh, they're in first place, six and oh overall, followed by the Rowlett Eagles who are one and zero in district, two and three on the season. Followed by the Saxey Mustangs, who were 1-0 in district. They got the victory last week. And they are 5-0, but yet they are sitting in second place. Saxy got a 49-14 victory over the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. Now... Yeah, I'm a little bit torn. You know, I'm obviously a Raleigh Eagle fan, but my kids go to the Lakeview Centennial School. Now, the Lakeview Centennial team are one and one on the season, two and four overall. So, one and one in the district, I apologize. Two and four overall. And then they're followed by the Garland Owls, who got their first victory of the season last week. They are one and one in district, one and five overall, followed by the zero and two Garland, uh, North Garland uh, Raider team, who are zero and two in district, and then overall one and five this whole season. So as you see how the district is lining up, it's being followed by the. Uh, South Garland Colonels. The South Garland Colonels, unfortunately, 0-2 within the division and 1-5 overall this whole season. So, with us being on the bye last week, three big games right here in district, and we saw the Saxe Mustangs as well as the Garland Owls and the Neiman Forest Rangers get victories last week. So, looking at where the Rowlett Eagles are sitting, at a nice one and O oh record within district, they're going up against a tough, tough. Tough. In case you didn't know, this is a tough naming forest rangers football team. And the Eagles right now, they are just beginning to find the actual chemistry that they got going on. Had a good performance in week number one within district and got that victory. It was a very important start within district for the Raleigh Eagles to where they are going to be in position. This one could be about positioning later on in the season for the Rowlett Eagles as they take on the Rangers here tonight. So this victory could really put a actual setting of the whole district depending on how Saxie Sachse continues. Saxie's undefeated, really, you know, the games that are gonna be tougher against the of Forest Rangers, they already got that victory, and the Raleigh Eagles, so the rivalry game that's gonna happen is gonna be really, really huge for the Raleigh Eagles. So tonight's game, there is a lot riding on it for the end of the season, so, and remember, Folks, as we sit here at this point of the season, your Rowlett Eagles, 10 games, we're halfway through the season now. They have five more weeks to put it together to get positioning for the playoffs. Some other games that are going to be happening, the Garland Owls are going to take on the Saxe Mustangs. And we'll have the result of that for you a little bit later in the show. Then, of course, you got the Raleigh Eagles taking on the name of Forest Rangers. And then North Garland goes against South Garland. Both teams have not... They are on a three-game losing streak. So, one of these teams is going to have a W in the column. And one of these teams will be one and two in district. And that could be a good place for them, depending on where they're going to be at as far as positioning at the end of the season. Now... That having been said, what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. A little bit later on, I'm going to bring in the eagle Eye Bill Serna, and we're going to talk about the halfway point. What he expected at the beginning of the season, what he is seeing, and what his prediction is for the rest of the season for the Rowlett Eagles. I'll also throw in my opinion here when we talk to Bill Cerna a little bit later on in the show. So, But for now, what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We are going to come back and look at some of the stats for your Raleigh Eagles, where they are nationally, where they are individually, and where they are within district. So we'll do that uh, after our quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And, of course, the... Pre game show is being brought to you by Wesson General Contractors. Again, for all your roofing, gutter, siding, water damage, anything that you need a general contractor for, or you need some insurance help, let Butch Wesson of Wesson General Contractors be your guide through a tough time in making the decision on what you're going to do about your future as far as work being done on your house. He won't steer you wrong. I do promise you that. So give him a call at 214-200-5588, and we thank him for his sponsorship of the pregame show. You're listening to the Rowlett Eagles right now, taking on the Neiman Forest Rangers. We'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. We'll be right back. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. The Jerry Bullet Training Center, located just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, Texas, is the place to go for your kids to get the proper training they need for their athletic skills ran by the Bullet family, Jerry, Melvin, and Terrence, all professional athletes. You're sure to get the training that your kids will need for their success. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or stop by their locations from the hours of 5.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. until 8 p.m. at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett, Texas, just outside of Waterview, Hunter Tree Service and Stump Grinding offers more than just tree trimming and removal. We also offer planting, fertilization, stump grinding and tree health. So if your tree was hit by lightning like mine or you just need regular tree maintenance, contact Chad Hunter at 972-971-4036 That's 972-971-4036. And let them know you heard it on the Rowland Eagles Radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.BuffaloCreekDoorsAndFloors.com. Costlo Insurance has been in Rowlett since 1981, a family-run independent insurance agency that Texans trust. Our website, costloinsurance.com, was built to explain insurance in an easy-to-read, information-only format just for you with articles you will enjoy promise because we wrote it bundle your insurance and save big did you know when you put together at least two types of insurance from an insurance company typically home apartment or rental along with your auto insurance you can save as much as 25 percent it's true so come visit us on main street in Raleigh or on the web at costoinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on yeah but is it fresh And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We'll hear from the eagle eye, Bill Cerna, a little bit later on in the show. But let's take a look at some of the things that are happening regarding the stats for your Rowlet Eagles as they come into quite possibly The second biggest game of the season for them. We talked about what the situation was for them in the last segment about where they stood. What was going on with this football team? What was the importance of this game as far as positioning? It's going to be huge as far as where the Eagles could end up. Could they end up in second place? Could they end up in third place? Or, Lord forbid, they end up in fourth place, or even bigger, Lord forbid, they don't make the playoffs. And I'm gonna to talk to Bill about that as Doug Stevens and his crew, the head coach of your rally Eagles, move forward into the season. But let's take a look at some of the national stats. Where do your Eagles, rank amongst the best in the country, and all over the country. So let's take a look at that. As far as receiving yards per game, your Rowlett Eagles averaging 190 yards in the air. Okay, folks, that is huge. Because the national average is at 177 yards. So the Eagles up a little bit on that. Then the rushing yards for the Rowlett Eagles, This team rushes the football very well. 191 yards per game. National average is 180. So they get a little bit like 19 more yards total. Now total touchdowns. The Raleigh Eagles have 17. The national average is 18. So a little bit uh, below average compared to that tackles. The Raleigh Eagles. Are at fifty three point eight tackles a game. The national average is the same fifty three point eight tackles per game. The Rowlett Eagles they have eight sacks on the season. The national average is nine, just a little bit low. But where their numbers really big on the season is you look at the interceptions rate for your Rowlett Eagles. Your Rowlett Eagles have ten interceptions on the season. The average throughout the country is five. So your Eagles in their secondary play make plays on the ball while it's in the air. That's obvious. Taking advantage of some of the things that are going on out on the football field. Whether it be matchups, bad passes, tip passes, all that stuff right there. That's where your Rowlett Eagles are. So nationally the Eagles are doing just about what's going on around in the country except for a few things and above in some so you're not seeing very much difference out as far as the numbers are concerned but of course the difference being the record but the 1-0 record for the Raleigh Eagles moving within district most important but let's take a look at some of the stats for your Raleigh Eagles as far as the actual individual stats. And Preston Weeks, he is the quarterback of your football team. 93 of 172 for 1,236 yards out on the football field. That's good for 54%. We would like to see that at around 60 as far as completions are concerned averaging about 13.3 yards per play. Per game, Preston Weeks, yards per game, 247 yards within the air. Each catch around 18 yards the Rowlett Eagles, eight touchdown passes for Preston Weeks. He's got a quarterback rating of 87.7. You would like to see that in the mid-90s, whether that's 92, 93, or whatever the case may be. You would like to see that number a little bit higher. But all in all, Pretty good stats coming from your quarterback. Now, if you take a look at the rushing, you got really two guys that are really handling the rushing duties. Two guys, there are 93 carries between the two of them. For, uh, so uh, mark that, 93 out of 509 rushes on the season. So you're looking at that number, it's an average of 5.5 per carry but let's look at it 40 rushes 203 yards for Amos he's got four touchdowns Lang he's got 53 rushes for 306 yards and a touchdown as well Evans he has four rushes 159 yards two touchdown Preston Weeks he has 62 rushes for 190 yards and five touchdowns we're going to get to the wide receivers here in just a moment proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Now looking at the wide receiver core for your Rowlett Eagles as they are set. Um, A lot of guys, you know, there's not really a lot of go-to guys uh, as we kind of expected to see Gilly get a lot of catches for the Rowlett Eagles. Right now he's got 26 catches, 263 yards, and two touchdowns. The other touchdowns are coming from Hall. This is a sophomore, folks. Six catches, 59 yards, two touchdowns. Amos out of the backfield, he has six receivers interceptions for 116 yards and a touchdown and then you got the rest of them 14 rushes 128 yards for Lang. Evans has 18 rushes for 187 yards he is a junior we'll see him in Madre he has eight rushes for 138 yards he broke off a couple that were quite big out there out on the football field so receiving for the Rowlett Eagles is looking pretty good Looking at the all-purpose yards for your Rowlett Eagles, and you got to like the numbers as far as where they are. Preston Weeks, you know, as the quarterback, you know, he has 190 all-purpose yards, but that doesn't include passing in the all-purpose yards outside of the quarterback. Oh, well, you talk about Amos. Amos 203 yards. He's got a total of all purpose yards receiving and rushing the ball 319 yards. Lang, you know, he's looking pretty good. 306 yards rushing as well as 128 through the air for a total of 438 yards. Evans, he has a rushing 159 rushes, yard rushing yards and 187 through the air for a total of 346. And then Gilly, he's got 78 rushing, 263 yards receiving. Then you also get the kickoff returns for 213 yards and the punt returns for 37 for a total of 591 all-purpose yards for the Raleigh Eagles. So looking pretty good on the all-purpose yards uh, for the numbers for the guys as they move on. Looking at some other, let's look at the defensive stats for your Rowlett Eagles. Some numbers that stand out to me is tackles for loss. I like uh, Buchan where he's at as well as uh, Tito. Uh, four tackles for losses for the Rowlett Eagles. Three for Wade. And then we got a couple of other folks. Uh, Porter as well as Magneleles. Magneleles. I can't even say the name. He's got one and a tackle for a lot, two of them for Ross. How about Chris Abbott, senior? Six tackles for losses for the Rowlett Eagles this year. Amazing stuff going on out on the football field. So, as far as tackles are concerned, uh, this is a number wh- that kind of spreads itself out. But you have some leaders on your team. Taylor, he's got 36 tackles, Danler has 25. Total of 35 tackles for Canyon. Then you got 10 for Stark Pool has 1424 miles, but the guy that's leading the team in tackles is Wade. He's got 42 tackles, and he's averaging eight tackles per game, guys. That is a guy that makes his way out on the football field and makes himself known Out on the football field. Sacks for your Rowlett Eagles. This is a team that does not get a lot of sacks. But wait, he's got three sacks. Two sacks goes to Brandon Starks. And then others out there uh, with one. Taylor has a sack as well as Ross. And then uh, Danler and Abbott, they combined for one as well. So liking the numbers that we're seeing. I'd like to see the numbers a little bit higher, but that's where they are out on the football field. Looking at the interceptions, we talked about those numbers and how big they are and how important they are to the Rowlett Eagles. Ten interceptions led by the team as Pool with three, and then the rest of the team all have one. Wesley has one, Gale has one, Henderson has one as well, along with Danler and Porter and Abbott. And I like to see him run in the football afterwards. Now some fumble recoveries. Two for Wade, one for Poole, as well as uh you see those numbers, you see guys that are near the ball, whether it be an interception, tackles, or in this case the ones that we just talked about, fumble recoveries. So causing the fumbles as well. Uh Wade caused one fumble as well as Henderson and Magnolia. So you're looking at those numbers, that is huge. So you like what you're seeing for the Rowlett Eagles. Now, kickoff and punt returns, this is where the Rowlett Eagles, I think they need to improve that Because it's almost the same thing, we are in five games, we've seen the same exact thing, so I'm telling you right now, when I look at the Rowlett Eagles, I want to see a little bit different. Meaning, I, you know, this is a football team that fakes and end around every time the ball is kicked except on punt returns so on kickoff returns i want to see him running up the gut i want to see him to find the hole i want to see him get to the 30 not to the 20 and at least to the 30 and i think they could do that if there's enough film and You know, Sonny is not the brightest bulb in the package. If Sonny knows it's coming, these coaches that are 10 times smarter than I am when it comes to football knows it's coming, too. So I'd like to see them move that around a little bit and be less predictable when it comes to kickoff returns. That is a big thing. But looking at the numbers in the kickoff returns, 250 yards for Gilly, 88 for Booker. And uh, so those are the two guys that are handling that, that kind of thing as well so they need to i think really work up on how they're going to push forward after each time a, fall, a ball leaves a foot so that Having been said, you're looking at that is the stats for your Rowlett Eagles as we move into the second game in district for your Rowlett Eagles. Again, your Eagles 1-0 within district and sitting very nice as far as the standings are concerned as they're in second place behind the Damon Forest Rangers, the team that they play here tonight. So this is a very important game for the Rowlett Eagles especially if they get the victory and improve to 2-1. and one. They will move into a lead in the district Right there. Saxe going to be right there too. So they'll be fighting for that. If they get the victory, it's all about the points that are given up. So that's the way the standings will end up as far as that's concerned. Then we get to see who's going to move forward. Will it be the Lakeview Centennial Patriots or the Garland Owls this week? We'll find that out a little bit later. And then we'll talk about those numbers and where the standings are next week. So what we're going to do now here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, we're going to take another quick break. As we looked at all the stats and some of the other things, we're gonna get into some of the things that we're gonna see from Naaman Forrest with the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna. I am Sonny Clark, the Hardest working man in sports radio. We're going to take another quick break here on the pregame show. Again, the pregame show being brought to you by Wesson General Contractors for all your general contracting needs. Anything that needs to be done at house, you know, whether it's water damage, gutters, siding, or anything like that, come in contact with Butch Wesson so he can lead and make sure that first of all, the work is done correctly, honest and he will help you regarding insurance uh, claims and things of that sort. He's really good at that, and he is a man that you can trust. There's a, And I I cannot say that about anybody else that I know. Um, even within our advertiser, I might nece- not necessarily know him. This is a personal friend of mine. I know you'll love him. Give him a call, 214-200-5588. We'll take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Raleigh at Eagles Radio Network. When we come back, it's The Eagle On. By Bill Serna proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Mark Hall at Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. We want you to be proud of everything you achieve. That is why Mark Hall will tell you to stop focusing in on the little things and be proud of everything you've achieved up to this moment being fit is hard but you can do it if you need some help getting started try our unstoppable fitness formula for free by visiting fbbc.com and claim your free trial or give mark a call at 214-888-2844 that's 214-888-2844 This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Roulette Eagles, letting you know about Chang Lee's Taekwondo in Roulette. At Chang Lee's Taekwondo, our mission is to spread the art of Taekwondo to everyone who's willing to learn with an open mind and train with enthusiasm. Our goal is to instill you a healthy lifestyle with a disciplined mind and body. At our school, we strive to provide a professional, warm, welcoming, and educational environment for all, and you will learn and advance at your own pace. That's at Chang Lee's Taekwondo located at 2212 Lakeview Parkway Suite 100 in Rowlett or give them a call at 963-506-4483 or check them out on the web at www.mychainlees.com
1: And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It's the pregame show as we are here as the Rowlett Eagles are on the road. They're taking on the Neiman Forest Rangers Coming to your live from Williams Stadium, we'll be bringing you the play-by-play. Now I'm going to bring in and well, actually, starting this segment, I named the segment. It's the Eagle Eye Report with the Eagle Eye, Bill Serna. How you doing, Bill? What?
2: Wow, I got my own
1: report. That's kind of cool. You, exactly, <laughs> man. I did, I wanted to make it special, you know, to make it fun, so uh, the Eagle Eye Report, and that, of course, being brought to you by Western General Contractors for all your general contracting needs, make sure you come in contact with them, and uh, I'm going to tell you, Bill, uh, two weeks, it, it, it seems like a long time, it really does, especially since I took five days off, I went back to Arizona, you took five days off, you went back to Arizona, and now here we are, all set and ready to go to take on these last five games of the regular season. We are halfway through the season as far as games are concerned for the Red
2: Eagles. Well, and if there's ever a time you can ask for a bye week, why not be right in the middle of the season just like we are? I mean, you know, it's a, it's a 10-game season, bye week after the fifth game, perfect time for a uh for a, for a break, uh, you know, sometimes you see it, you get it at the end of the season, you get at the beginning of the season I think right in the middle of the season is a perfect time to get it
1: yeah, and right now we got some guys who are injured and things. Hopefully they'll be getting back uh, out on the football field. We've been missing a couple guys like Booker. Booker is a big loss for this football team as he creates things. And, you know, trying to figure out who's that go to guy. Last year we had, uh, of course, we had a guy that really, really got to it a lot. And, of course, you know, this year it's a little bit different compared. Ladarius Dickens was that guy who made that happen make things happen we don't necessarily have that guy that 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 spark plug, but i think booker can be that guy when healthy
2: no you're absolutely right and uh coming into the season we were expecting a lot out of him and uh i think the biggest surprise that we've had is our uh, sophomore uh receiver uh he's come on and uh had a great uh, season so far uh you know, at a few drop balls, but, I mean, once again, he's a sophomore, so to, to have him uh, play as well as he has has been a, a, a huge plus.
1: Definitely. Now as we move in uh, the Raleigh Eagles taking on the Naaman Forest Rangers, we are that important 1-0 in, in division. Uh, we get to throw that out of division out of the way. I mean talk about being ready to prepare. Taking on some heavy heavy teams outside of district I think is all set for a team like the Naaman Forest Rangers who are undefeated on the season. They're 2-0 and o in district, 5-0 and o overall. So this is a game and the time where the Rowlett Eagles are all set and have an opportunity to go up against, a, you know, by record, a good football team, and by stats, by a good football team. It's This is one of those games where the Rowlett Eagles really need that as far as positioning is concerned for the rest of the season.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're right. And, and uh, you know, with uh, getting into our second game with a um, uh, within district, uh, it, it doesn't get any easier. You know, there's some tough uh, games. I mean, you know, this, this week coming up against the Rangers is, is going to be uh, not the same thing that we've been seeing in the last few years. I, and
1: taking a look at this team, the, the Garland name Forest Rangers, as they are obviously within the Garland ISD. Um, this is a football team. When you take a look at it, you got a guy who, uh, in uh, Gutierrez, is a guy that not necessarily is the guy that goes out and throws for a lot of yards. I mean, compared to Preston Weeks, that he, he's got about half the yards. That Preston Weeks throws for. So when you take a look at this football team, you see a team
2: that's obviously running the football. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, uh, um, they're not overwhelming with their offense, but they're consistent. And, and, uh, you know, it seems like their offense is getting better as the season goes. Uh, You know, they didn't play as tough of teams outside of district. But uh, now they've done in district. They're two and zero in district, and and uh, you know they're averaging forty two points a game uh, in district. So I think their offense is starting to uh, really get into in, into a groove here. Yeah, and Tyreek James, <laughs> a rushing attack, coming one hundred and fourteen
1: rushes. Seven hundred and sixty nine yards Bill, that equals out to six point eight yards per carry. He's also just added, you know, a snowman, eight touchdowns as well. This this is a guy that obviously they depend upon, they put a lot of weight on their shoulders, but even the guy, kind of like an Amos coming in, another guy, thirty-two rushes, two hundred and ninety three yards, nine point two yards of carry and a touchdown for Devon Lee. So there's a couple of guys that their allied eagles
2: are gonna have to keep their eye on rushing the football oh yeah well and with uh, the rangers they have five guys that have over 10 carries so far this year um just carries uh, so far they have over 15 guys that have carried the ball this year so they have no problem uh, uh having anybody uh, carry the ball as, as they're not afraid to give it to anybody uh you know at, uh, on the uh, offensive, offensive side they have over 15 rushing touchdowns this year so they're uh uh, definitely he's spreading that ball out, but like you said, uh, Tariq James and Donovan Lee are are their two head uh, um, uh, main guys. But then you also got Lemuel Adams. that You know he's got a couple yeah. of touchdowns on the on the, the ground. So you know they're, they're rushing attempts. Their offensive line has really come together this year, as most of their uh, running backs are averaging over five yards a carry, which is a huge um, uh, average per carry.
1: Yeah, and this is a football team that's got over 1,400 yards rushing compared to the Raleigh Eagles 958, so they're definitely doing a lot on the ground. So, that is one of the things that we have to talk about. You look at the he Eagles, where's their weakness? In reality, it is stopping the rush, and especially up the gut. Up the gut, Bill, is the same as last year, but it seems to be that up the gut area, right in the middle, where guys get the break right through, and then they will uh, veer towards the sideline uh, either side, uh, and sometimes just straight up the gut all the way. Um, they're getting past that first line of the for the wild, wild eagles and the second line is either a not getting to them
2: or b uh completing the tackle well and that's just it uh you know you have your uh, uh coaches from your uh visiting team seen that that uh, our linebackers are, are collapsing uh to the line of scrimmage and once you get past that first uh, line uh then it's wide open up the field so i think a lot of uh, a lot of coaches from other teams are, are seeing that and that's something that the uh, needs to do is you know it, it seems like when rally keeps that linebacker that back they they really um can shut down that run pretty good and you know to force them to go to the outside so you know it, it, the the more you collapse those uh, linebackers uh, to the line of scrimmage with the blitz and stuff, you know, you really open yourself up for a lot of trouble.
1: Definitely. And, and, but the, the Raleigh Eagles, I mean, when you think about it, you against this team, this is a team that does like to rush the football. Like you said, they got plenty of guys that'll rush it, uh, and they don't throw the ball. However, they got quite a few touchdowns on that side for throwing the football. They got nine touchdowns passing the football. Um, a couple of guys out there doing some work out there. Uh, McCarty, 16 catches, 279 yards. Three touchdowns and then Jalen Dickerson, ten rushes, two hundred sixteen yards and three touchdowns for him. So the Eagles, you know, I'm wondering if you, if you go single coverage on the outside with your, with those two guys, watch them and make sure that you definitely stop the rush. Because in reality, that is the big thing. That's where all the yards are coming from uh, because this is a football team that in reality has passed for less than 600 yards on the season. So it's very obvious which way they're going to go. You know, you know, talk about that football team as far as stopping a pass does it need to go single coverage on the outside bill do they need to put more in the box to stop the run and say hey let's take our chances on the
2: outside how do you think they ought to take a look at that well and you know what um uh, north garland tried to take advantage of that and uh, uh our defense really came together. There was a, a few that weren't uh, that they were to get over that they got over the top, but for the most part, the rally defense did a lot better job. Uh, I, I think North Garland took a look at that um, at that Fossil Ridge game where they were consistently going over the top down the sideline. I would just taking a wild guess at least twenty five passes that were over the top that they just laid it out, uh, and uh, yep. and that's where we really struggled. So I, I think uh, relic came together last week and really was able, or two weeks ago, and, and shut that down. So uh, I would uh, definitely take that risk on, on that side, like, especially for a team like you mentioned that doesn't pass a lot. Uh, I would force them to try to make that throw i was taking a look at some of the
1: stats nationally. Uh, you know, obviously, Max Preps doesn't give you all the stats from every team across the country, but it's a good selection across the country. And the Rowlett Eagles are excelling definitely in interceptions 10 interceptions. The national average bill is five. They've been excelling their big time. And also receiving yards. The Rowlatt Eagles averaging 190 yards. The national average is 170. They got a couple of guys on, you know, a couple of stats on the offensive and the defensive side of the ball that keep them in the, in the football games, but where they're lacking the most in reality when you look at it is total touchdowns. They got 17. The national average is 20 uh, touchdowns to this point in the season, um, but when you're going into district, and this is where the opportunity for more touchdowns, and I, I guess if you want to call it stat padding, uh, because these teams are not as good within this district, that's not going to be the case against the of Forest Rangers this week. You know, this is a better football team than we've
2: seen in the last three years. Oh, absolutely. And the one thing that we haven't, really, we haven't really touched on yet is. Uh, their defense, their defense is, uh, is the difference maker right now. Uh, you know, we mentioned they they're not um, doing anything alarming on offense. They're just being consistent. But the defense has um, just been uh, uh, amazing. They've only had uh, only twice this season have they allowed over 10 points, uh, 14 being the most. So, you know, they've, uh, they have they've two shutouts and they have two games where they only allow six points. So definitely a lot of um uh, a, a lot to speak for for their defense this year,
1: and and, that, and those, those teams were a little bit different. I mean, you look at Richardson, Burkner, uh, Grand Prairie, and Sherman—the four out of district definitely were not the powerhouses in reality that the Raleigh Eagles were were uh, meeting. But you still got to play the games that are in front of you, and they started off really quick, like you said, against Garland and North Garland, only allowing 14 ga- points in two games and blanking out the Garland Owls, um, which kind of gives you an idea about some you know where they are as a team and where they're going to be fighting. This is going to be a team that's going to be in the
2: playoffs this year yeah you're absolutely right and and uh you, um, you know you mentioned the out of uh district games and and i've been mentioning this since uh the beginning of the year you know if, when you have a strong uh non-district game uh schedule you know you might struggle in the wins and losses on that uh in that out of district but it definitely helps you as the season comes uh together uh in the district and then into the playoffs no you know seeing those tough teams and knowing what to expect uh, you know it, it's definitely gonna make a difference uh uh, once you get to the playoffs. Yeah, it makes you kind of wonder when you
1: look at it, we, you were talking about the defense, how good, how the Eagles are going to be successful this year. Um, you know, as far as the uh, and Forest Rangers are concerned, they get one game with them each and every year. Um, in reality, I'm, I'm looking at these numbers, no one's doing anything against them, Garland or North Garland, really in reality could not. I mean, in, but I think when you, Take a look at those numbers, and you see where they are. They're quite deceiving because of the of the type of teams that they are playing, but it's almost like you don't know how to attack this team. Are you, you going to throw the ball? Are you going to rush the ball? And, and will there be any special team scoring going on? Uh, a little bit different. I mean, the Wildland Eagles, no offense against the other teams that are mid. This is a different football team, uh, a little bit different. This will really
2: be, in all honesty, Bill, their biggest test to this point in the season. Oh, without a doubt, and uh, we haven't seen a name and forest team like this uh, um, since we've been calling Rale. So this is definitely going to be yep. uh, uh, quite the game for Rale. So, and I, I know uh, Doug Stevens is going to have them ready because you know in, in years uh, past, you know they've had the opportunity to to play some of those players that don't always get to play against uh, you know in name and forest games. Uh, where here he's going to have to buckle down. And he's going to have this have this team ready. Definitely, and and when when you get a team like that, that all of a sudden, I I don't want to say all of sudden. Well, really, in reality,
1: they're they're just kind of all of a sudden good. Bill, this is a football team that um, you know. Last year, they were five and six. They were getting better from the year before that. They were three and i I'm marked at three and seven. So when you seen that football game or that football team last year, the Rowland Eagles had them twenty eight to seven. um, But this is also a football team Also, you know, doesn't give away what they're going to do. So, I mean, is that going to be? Do you think that's going to be confusing for the Raleigh Eagles as they get into this game?
2: No, no. And I think once again, it goes back to that non-district schedule. I think uh, um, you know they're going to be prepared for any team that they need to be uh, prepared for. And uh, knowing that uh, this is not the same name and force that you've seen in the past, I think uh, I think they're going to be ready to go. Uh, um, You know, this is going to be a real telltale game for Rolla to see where they're at within the district. Definitely. Last year, Preston
1: Weeks, 13-22, uh, to 22, 211 yards, two touchdowns in the big number in reality in that game, no interceptions. Um, and then rushing the football, of course, we had Kobe Morrow at that time, 64 yards on 15 rushes and a touchdown. Preston Weeks, nine rushes, 34 yards. This Naaman Forest Rangers team is going to be set as far as what they're going to do against the rush, the two-headed monster that is. And we were talking about it last week and I wanted to you know talk about it here on the pregame show the plus the Eagles and Preston weeks are running that option where they got a guy in the middle and on the outside for that pitch on the quarterback
2: option and Bill doesn't like that one in the middle do you bill <laughs> no no we just haven't seen so successful uh, so far this year but th- that outside uh, um, pitch that uh, we see that option with uh, um, with the running back Uh, Has really been successful a few times this year. Uh, You know, Weeks has even tossed that after uh, avoiding that first defender, which in a lot of a lot of times people can say that's pretty risky. But uh, I tell you what, he's made it successful. So far, he's been able to get the ball. We, and on that play,
1: and they've won it about five or six times so far this season, no turnovers on that play that I remember. Um, so, uh, obviously, probably going to keep it in something, you know, keep going until the wheels fall off it, I guess. But as far as the Raleigh Eagles are concerned, I mean, you're getting a good season from Preston Weeks. And the, the big issue, I think, in reality, though is when you look at it, a lot of drop balls out on the football field for the Rowled Eagles I mean I think there's a couple you know a couple of games this year they would have been in much better position to maybe try to get a victory Uh, but uh, when that ball hits you in the hands you're going to have to bring that one in on any level but really kind of starts at this level high school when the ball hits you in the hands you got to bring it
2: in yeah no you're absolutely right and uh, you're right we've seen like uh, quite a, a few of them uh, so far this year and especially from the youngsters you know you got Hull uh, that's uh, dropped a few and, and uh, a couple of the, uh, the young guys uh, and some of the seniors so I, I think uh, uh, you know when Weeks can get it in your numbers you got to bring it in If you can get two hands on it you should be able to catch that ball so uh, you know I think that's a, one of the big glaring things I think also the offensive line really got to get buckled down uh, and, uh, and give Weeks time. I think, I think you're right. The offensive line has
1: been, a li, you know, not giving him that extra second, that all-important second from three to four seconds uh, to be, at, well, in high school, mark that, four to five seconds that they need in order to find it. But at the same time, when they get that time, when the offensive line does what they got to do, uh, they got to be able to protect them. And that you're absolutely right. That's one place where um, the Raleigh Eagles do need to improve is on that offensive line Now looking defensively For the Rowlett Eagles They got a lot of guys Doing a lot of things And a lot of guys You know it, This is not a football team That gets a lot of sacks Through five games They have eight um, Three of them are going through To, to Wade uh, Wade is a junior We're going to enjoy That one more year uh, Here um, And he is pr- Picking that up Big time uh, Leads the team In sacks For the Rowlett Eagles And then Interceptions For your Rowlett Eagles Pool has three uh, leading the team in interceptions, and then a lot of other guys with uh, see um, seven other players with an interception themselves. So um, force and force fumbles uh, Wade again. Force fumbles two of them. Um, So I think Wade right now, as far as the numbers are concerned and the play that is out there, I think Wade right now might be leading the team on the defensive, you know, most valuable player list right now.
2: Oh, without a doubt. Uh, he's he's been a, a name that we didn't expect to call that much this season and uh since day one against Louisville, getting uh, brought up. So he's definitely doing a a great job and and I think if there's uh a, a somebody that's just been uh that you could say has been uh the, the cream of the crop on the defence is it, it's it, it has been Wade. And and Bill, this is coming from the fact that they got pretty much got to double
1: up Chris Abbott. Chris Abbott, you know the stats, the numbers aren't there. But folks, what you are not seeing is Chris Abbott's getting doubled up big time. They knew he's coming in, and they decided to let you know you know Wade be the guy. Um, if someone's going to be, it's going to be Wade, and Wade has stepped up. But Chris Abbott is a guy that is definitely getting doubles. Even I've seen the uh, triple uh, triple hold on him, um, and so they're. They kind of said, "Well, we got to stop this guy." Not necessarily
2: thinking that Wade was going to be making those plays. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And and uh, you know, defense it, it, take, it takes a little bit of everybody. So when somebody's getting double teamed, that means somebody else else is open, and that's where they've got to uh, 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 replace that and and uh, make sure in a. Um, uh, utilize and take advantage of, the, of that opportunity. So, uh, you know, and I think that's where wages come in. But you know, just watch him all season; he's kind of been all over the place. Yep. I love it and
1: also Brandon Starks out there and then Dandler also uh making some big plays we're calling their names a lot too so you know I think that you know really when you look at it I mean I think the defense outweighs the offense a little bit more for the Rowlett Eagles as far as where they are um so you know obviously they're the ones that are going to keep them in games
2: and the Rowlett Eagles have to work out the chemistry on the offensive side of the ball no you're absolutely correct so uh um, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, as we get to the second half here, if we can start getting that uh, that team to gel, I think uh, we can yeah. see some good success from them uh, that we expect at the beginning of the year. And that's what I'm going to call
1: here, Bill. That's exactly what I think is going to happen. We, we had a good week le- uh, two weeks ago. They get the break. They get the, the two weeks. Hopefully we'll see Booker in the lineup for the Rowlett Eagles as well. Uh, his his absence is big, big I think, um, as far as the Rowlett Eagles are concerned. So having him back in the lineup, hopefully we'll be able to see him. But that's what I'm going to predict here. I'm going to see that Rowlett Eagles offense come to play this week and, you know, and give the Naaman Forest Rangers a little bit of a different look than what they've seen all year long. And, of course, I think they're going to
2: come out on top this weekend. Or this weekend. Well, and I think uh, uh, Naaman Forest is going to see an offense that they haven't seen before. So, you know, uh, with, yep. with a strong, uh, uh tall quarterback that uh, can use his feet, I think it's going to be a little bit different than what Naaman Forest has seen so far this season. Definitely. I think, Preston, we Will have his way on the ground
1: as well as through the air. I think this and this is that come together game. And then they they finish up the year with four more games and get themselves set because obviously when you're about ready to take on Saxey here in a couple of weeks, you want to have good performances up to that point to where you can go in with that you know not only the motivation but the momentum to get a win against that kind of team because Saxey has been really really
2: putting it to a lot of teams this year. Yeah, you're absolutely right. This actually hasn't been a uh, uh hasn't been challenged yet. I think uh uh Lake uh, Lakeview actually did a pretty good job against uh, them as you know, they stayed in the ball game, but I think uh, uh right now they're just so superior to the uh rest of the uh, of the districts. I think uh you know at the I think Roulette is the one team that could have an opportunity against them, but they'd have to, you know, come play that perfect game. Yeah, that's something, you know, you,
1: you don't expect that right now. They're not gelling right now. You don't expect that near-perfect game that they're going to need in order to beat that football team. So uh, this week is where it's at. Now, no Thursday games, only two games this week um, as the North Garland uh, yeah, North is taking on South Garland, and our game is the only ones that are going up right now for this week. I, uh, the other teams, I, who's sexy got this week? I'm, I'm looking because they've already had the bye. And you know, I, I'm not seeing
2: who they're playing. Do you know who they're playing? I don't, but they should be playing. I didn't see that there was any game going on tonight. So yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, so we'll we'll find out. We'll have the score. I mean, if they, uh, we'll find out if they're pl- you know when they're playing.
1: Right now, they are you know two and zero out on the season. So but, hold on, Bill. You know what? They're two zero in district right now, so they must have played uh, uh seventy four to nine against Garland. And so you know what? This is interesting. It was a game that was built. This game was on the twelfth for some reason. Interesting. That, the 12th, so that's twelfth. that's, that's to, yeah. That's, that's Thursday That's today. I'm, of course, we do that. We do this recorded here. So that's today. Uh, Saxey beat Garland seventy four to nine. So uh, that's what I'm looking at on here, at least according to Max Preps. And so that's the other game that's going on. So our game and the North Star and the South Star going on. So as the standing is set right now, Neyman um, Forest is two and zero within the division. Saxby is two and zero within the division as well, um, and of course Rowlett one and zero, Lakeview Centennial one and one, Garland one and two. They got the victory last week. Uh, the, Gar- Nor- the Garland Owls got up on the board. North Garland and South Garland. Right now they're zero two. One of those teams are going to have a
2: victory uh, within district. Someone's got to win that game. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, I think what it is, I think uh, there's one team that's on a bye week each week for the for. Uh, the full district season, right? And there's a
1: game on Thursday night and two on Friday night. So uh, this game's already uh, well. Of course, we're 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 doing this a little bit later than normal. So that's what it is. Saxey beat uh, uh, the Garland Dow, seventy-four to nine. They had a big third quarter, twenty-seven points, and a big second quarter, twenty-one points, and so uh, they got out uh, really quick um, against uh, Garland. So. Um, they're, they're just continuing what they're doing. So, a big game. I mean, this is the first real test really within district. I mean, this is the team that I think they should win. I mean, it, they should be able to beat this football team if you take a look at what the team is compared to last year. Maybe not where they were last year, but this year, Bill, the name of Forest Rangers, they're going to come to play. What do you got?
2: What are you looking for in this game? Well, I, I think you're right. I think, a uh, uh, name of Forest, uh, hasn't um, seen uh, an offense like this before. So I think um, uh, I think the biggest thing for Rowlett is the, if their defense can come and, and uh, show up and uh, shut down that offense from a uh, name and force. And if they do, then I think we're going to be in good shape. I think they are, too. So
1: that's going to do it for us here. On the Eagle, uh, the Eagle Eye Report, Ray brought to you by Western Journal Contracting, and also they sponsor the – obviously pregame show that's going to do it for us here on the couch potato sports show for the eagle eye bill center i am sonic clark the hardest working man in sports radio and by the way folks this game's at williams right up the street and bill we get we're going to be right there it's
2: going to be an exciting electric crowd oh yeah i like it there because you're right you're right in the middle with all the fans Yep, we're going to enjoy that one more, you know,
1: at least one more time this year as well. So that's going to do it for us, everybody. Uh, Make sure you get on out there. It's just right down the street, not any further than Homo B. Johnson Stadium, so we expect a big crowd out there. Everybody have a good one. Check us out on uh, www.thatcouchpotato.com wix.com forward slash wildad eagle sports. Also, bring on your cell phone and your earphones. Give us a call three four seven two one five seventy four ninety seven. You can get the live play, the play, play by play out on the field. So we'll be seeing you on Friday night underneath Friday night lights. We're out of here, everybody. Bye bye.
2: Take care Last car to pass Here I go In the line of cars Drove down this slow. And the radio Played that forgotten song